0: Jeep Adventure Days is going on now. Hurry in for great deals on a great selection of Jeep brand vehicles. Now get 10% below MSRP for an average of 6,903 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Wrangler 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 6,903 average based on 10% below average MSRP from all 2023 Wrangler 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 10-2. Jeep is a registered trademark. Jeep Adventure Days is going on now. Hurry in for great deals on a great selection of Jeep brand vehicles. Now get 10% below MSRP for an average of 6,903 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Wrangler 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 6,903 average based on 10% below average MSRP from all 2023 Wrangler 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 10-2. Jeep is a registered trademark.
1: Do you want to grow in your relationship with the Holy Spirit? Do you want to commune with the wonderful Holy Spirit like never before? Your adventure with Him will grow tremendously as you grow through our Fellowship with the Holy Spirit eCourse. You can study the course at your own pace on your time. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit will help you know the Holy Spirit more and encounter Him every day. You'll learn His names, His character, His fruit, His personality, and more. Go to FirebornMinistries.com to purchase this life-changing program and start connecting with Him today.
2: Hey, thank you so much for joining into Adventures in the Holy Spirit with Jared Lasky. I'm excited for what God is doing and what He will do through this podcast I want to encourage each and every one of you to please share this broadcast, share this podcast to be a blessing to others. But before we jump into today's interview, if you want to hear God's voice, if you want to prophesy, if you want to be used by God to encourage, comfort, and edify people, please enroll in our entry-level prophecy e-course available for you on Charisma Courses. I believe that each and every one of us can hear God. Each and every one of us can be used by God in entry-level prophecy. So please enroll in entry-level prophecy e-course available on charismacourses.com. Guys, today I'm excited for our very special guest. We have Patricia King. She is a respected apostolic leader, evangelist, author, television host, media producer, and a much sought-after speaker who's given her life for the advancement of of God's kingdom. She's the founder of Patricia King Ministries and Women in Ministries Network and the co-founder of xpmedia.com. Patricia and her husband Ron have two adult sons and three grandchildren and live in Maricopa, Arizona. And you can learn more about her ministry at patriciakingministries.com. Patricia, welcome to Adventures in the Spirit.
3: Thank you so much, Jared. It's an absolute honor to be with you today on, on this program.
2: Yes, ma'am. It's our honor to serve you, to share the words that God has given you. Today, we're talking about your new book, The Power of the Decree, which is powerful. It's much needed in this day and age for us to decree and declare the word of the Lord, uh, founded on the scripture, empowered by the Holy Spirit into the heavenlies. But before we jump into some of that about the power of the decree, we would love to hear your story of how you came to know Jesus.
3: Yeah, absolutely, Jared. I love sharing it, too, because prior uh, to coming to the Lord, um, I was in a lot of confusion, a lot of emotional pain. I was, my life was a mess. Um, I had uh, grown up with a, a good family, but not a Christian family. But in my teen years and My early 20s just was wrapped up in a lot of different things and was in in emotional pain. So I was searching for answers and I got involved in the new age and the occult thinking that maybe that would help me. But all it did was make things worse. And so it was when I was uh, going into the hospital to deliver my second son that um, I started having uh, health issues. Actually, Um, the doctor put me in there. I ended up being put in the room and going into convulsions. And during that time, uh, I was in and out of consciousness, but I had a visitation from the devil actually first. He uh, appeared as a very handsome uh, man. He was in a white suit, had an olive complexion. And uh, he said, "Um, I can really help you right now if you will give me your, your child that's in the womb, if you dedicate the child. Uh, to me, I will work everything out uh, for you. Somehow, I knew he was the devil. I don't know how I just knew he was. He didn't introduce himself that way. But he faded out of the vision. And I, I'd seen him with a full vision, like when you're in a full on dream, and heard an audible voice, but he faded out. And then Jesus came in. And I did not see Jesus clearly, but just in kind of a sense of his presence and his arms were held out to me and I didn't hear him with an audible voice, but I sensed in my heart, he was saying, come to me. And I remember, even though I was unconscious, I remember crying out to the Lord and saying, Jesus, if you are for real, if you give my child and my life tonight, I'll give you the rest of my life. And uh, so I came out of the convulsion at that time. They took us into the delivery room and I gave birth to my son and saw the glory of the Lord all around him. Actually, I knew Jesus had delivered us. So I, I promised to give the Lord my life, but I didn't know what it meant. And because I was in spiritual things, I thought, well, Jesus is spiritual. I'll just keep doing lots of what I'm doing in the New Age, the occult. That He would probably be really happy about that. Uh, but it, it it gave me um, problems. I ended up having epilepsy and all kinds of different things going on. It was about six months later when an Anglican priest came to my house and preached the full gospel to me, telling me about being born again, spirit filled, and within the next number of nights as I went to a Bible study um, that he invited me to and heard their testimonies and testimonies are so powerful. I went back to my home and I said, Jesus, I would like you to come into my heart like you did theirs. And I, and I didn't feel worthy. I didn't actually know if he would come in or not because I thought maybe I was too evil, but he didn't hesitate. And he came in like liquid love that night. And uh, that was uh, 44 years ago now. And uh, I just am so grateful for, for his life. I've never turned back, never wanted anything else, got filled with the Holy Spirit a few days uh, later, and I've been on fire ever since.
2: Oh, that is so good. And you mentioned liquid love. You know, I just kind of want to pause right there. Can you describe that, That just that encounter yeah, with Jesus?
3: Yeah, I, I would be honored to. So prior to receiving Jesus, I felt really dirty inside. I felt shame, guilt. I felt um, dark, confused um and i i did not need to be preached at to be told i was evil i already knew i was i just didn't know how to not be evil no matter how hard i tried i just you know kept fa- faltering with all kinds of horrible things i was hurting myself and others when jesus came in that night i don't know fully how to explain it except like liquid love it was like the warmth of his love came down into all those places that i just described and removed them and I, after that moment, I couldn't find guilt anymore. I couldn't find shame. All I could find was tears. I flooded the room with tears all night long. I cried and cried and cried because his love was so huge. And I felt like a brand new person inside. And I knew that love had transformed me. I knew it. And um, love lifted me. Love lifted me when nothing else could help. Love lifted me. That was the story. And it was like this, 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 this warm, this warm, uh, moving love inside my heart. In fact, it was, it made such an impact on me that I got up off the floor at about 6 o'clock in the morning or so and because uh, i have been crying all night, went in and, and uh, washed my face. It was, my eyes were swollen shut. But I noticed um, the, our neighbors that lived across from us had a light on. So I, I ran over there. I thought, the whole world needs to know this. So I knocked on the door of my neighbor. He was getting ready for work. And uh, he says, hi, are you okay? Because it was so early. I said, last night Jesus came into my heart and he forgave me of all my sins and he can forgive yours too. And uh, he said, Patricia, have you gone crazy or something? Are you okay? And I said, no, no, I was crazy. But no, I'm not crazy, but this is really real. And he thought I had just gone off my rocker. But I was so in love because when you are loved like that, when you're filled with love, it's, it's for God so loved the world. That all I wanted to do is go out and tell everybody about Jesus. It was so, it was so real to me, and uh, so that's what I did. I mean, to this day, you know, it's like being reminded of how much God loves. It's just like His it, it, love moved like liquid down into my heart to the deepest recesses of of my life and transformed me.
2: I love that. That's so good. You actually have a a whole chapter on love in your new book, The Power of the Decree. And this book shares your transition into full-time ministry, which came with a number of uh, spiritual attacks. Would you be able to walk us through what happened in your life and in your marriage after you accepted God's call into ministry?
3: Yeah, I'd love to, because it was a very important time, Jared, because it's actually when I became acquainted with Decree. In a very tangible way, because we needed it. So my husband and I had both had our careers, we were, uh, you know, we've really been committed to diligence, like that's one of the values that we hold is diligence. And um, I love hard work. I love it. Um, I just you know, and, and enjoy putting my hand to something a hundred percent. And we did that in our careers. We were successful in our careers. My husband was in the transport industry. I was in the medical field. I was a, um, um, a cardiovascular nurse and we loved, we actually loved our, our careers. And God spoke to me one day and said, I want you to leave your careers and go to the mission field and serve me full time on the field. Now we had, always felt since we became Christians that our field of ministry was in the workplace, but God was changing our field. So it wasn't actually changing ministry. He was changing our field. So um, we were obedient and we gave notice to our work and we went out into the workplace. And I was actually really excited about it because the Lord, when he gave us this mandate, he says, you're going, going to leave your places of employment right now and you're going to go full time into missions And you are going to learn how to trust me for your support because you will have no visible means of financial support. And I was excited about it. I thought, praise the Lord. I mean, I had missionaries come through the church that we heard their testimonies about God's miraculous provision. And we've been to YWAM as well and heard all the testimonies from, you know, different um people who had just believed supernaturally. So I thought, this is gonna be so cool, a whole life of supernatural. You know, it's it's, it's just gonna be amazing. But it wasn't, it it, it was really difficult. Like we were standing on the word and we we had taken the word, Jared, and studied it from Genesis through to Revelation. And we knew all the promises of God for provision. He's a good God, and he has always provided for his people. Never does it say he won't provide. He always provides. And many cases provided supernaturally, like the children of Israel coming out of Egypt, for example, for 40 years of supernatural provision every single day. So we were excited about it, but we hit warfare right away, and it was like every demon of hell that represented lack and poverty came against us. So we had had a savings account that – that dwindled very quickly and then after that we were like okay talk about no visible means of support so we had to uh definitely trust the lord for provision and we would make like we stood on the promises so we actually decreed the promises of God over our finances every day. But in it, because of the the, the very uh, difficult testings, and we didn't have a plan B. It wasn't like we could just throw in the towel and say, okay, God, we changed our mind about what you told us to do. We're not going to do that now. We had made a commitment. We're people of our word, so we were keeping our commitment. But my husband had always been a really good provider. Um, he just... Uh, was always diligent to provide he was a very very good provider and very generous to his family and all of a sudden he doesn't have any work coming in at all finances aren't coming in at all um you know we were laboring in the kingdom day and night i mean but but Nothing was producing finance. And we kept going back to the Lord and saying, Lord, you're a provider and we're trusting you. But we couldn't see anything come in. We were obeying everything the word taught us to do. We gave God the first and the best. We sowed financially. I mean, even, you know, if people needed food, we would give the last food in our cupboard sort of thing as seed. And we didn't tell anyone our needs. That's what the, the other thing the Lord said. Do not tell anyone. Only me. Only tell me what you need. And to this day, we still walk in that according to our per- personal needs. We don't tell people our personal needs at all. And um, so my husband um, started to get really heavy. And he's not like that. He's really a up person and always optimistic and always looks to the brighter side of things. And But he started getting really low. And for um, a, a day or so, he wasn't even wanting to get out of bed. And I thought this is just not like him. I've never seen him depressed. I've never seen him hopeless. But he was lying there, not even wanting to get up. And um, so I didn't know what to do. And the Lord said, "I want you to have him decree words of victory over himself." And so I wrote them out, handwritten on, you know, words for victory. And I looked up all the scriptures I could find, all the promises, and I put them in in, in a first-person format so he would speak it over himself. And I went into the bedroom and I said, okay, I want you to speak this. He said, I don't want to speak anything. And I said, you're going, you're going to speak it. And so I made him go through all the decrees. And at the end of it, he wanted to lie back down again. I said, no, you're not lying back down. You're going to say them again. And so I had him say them again. And I noticed that there was a bit of a shift when he said it the second time. But on the third time, I could feel like there was a, a breakthrough. And he actually got up out of bed, got himself ready for the day. And I had him uh, decree those again numerous times throughout the day. Um, and and it broke off of him, it was so powerful. And it was just after that, that our son, our, our oldest son was having trouble. He was getting attacked with rejection and um, bullying, it's uh, you know with with other kids and stuff. So um, I thought, well, I'm gonna make him some decrease too. So what I did is I made them and put them on a a tape. Back then we have the tape recorders, and so I recorded it into in uh, onto a tape and played it for him when he went to bed at night. Called the nighty night tape, we called it, and uh, he would listen to it every night as he went to bed. In fact, I have a CD now called "Decree for Kids" that was um, inspired because of how much it impacted my my son. And uh, so he uh, he started improving, and he started rising up, and the power of the Word was working for him as well. So we started seeing God shift things. We we make decrees every day. Our warfare, I'm not going to lie to you or to your audience, our warfare actually ended up being a five-year process, but we never stopped decreeing the word. And it was like after five years, we have this massive shift in the spirit. I actually felt the moment it shifted, and then all of a sudden blessings opened up, and it was was like to this day, from that time to this day, we are reaping the benefit of all those decrees. Everything we decreed came to pass over and over and over again. So we were in our 30s, in our early 30s when when that took place. And now I'm almost 70. And so that's like a lot of years. That's almost 40 years that, um, that we have seen the faithfulness of God that keeps coming and coming and coming on decrease.
2: Oh, that is so good. And in this current season that we're living in, It's very important to decree God's word and his will and to stand on his promises. I know that there's power released in decrees. I was healed of PTSD, combat PTSD, through renewing the mind, through prayer, through my faithful wife, declaring and decreeing healing. And these things have taken place in my life. When did you first recognize the supernatural power of, of the decree in your life. Was it in this season that you're, you're describing? It was
3: definitely there. Like when my husband had that, it was almost like a miracle shift that took place initially that day after he decreed three times, I could see the shift. And then of course, it totally broke off of him uh, throughout that day. Um, And then with my son, I thought there is so much power in this, you know? And so even though we had already been making decrees on the financial area and not seeing the results yet, but through those two breakthroughs, we had more confidence in those decrees. We said, it's true. Like Isaiah 55 says that his word will not return void. It accomplishes everything that it's sent to do. And so um, we had way more confidence. And even though over the next couple of years or so that was left of the five-year period at that point we we faced some really big challenges we had confidence in the power of the word of god because when you speak it jared you're actually sending it forth into a situation and i'm like targeting decrees i like targeting an area with a decree and i love standing back then and watching it move and it might not move the first time you decree if you know like we have to just you know it's like firing off a gun. Sometimes you just have to fire at, fire at, fire at, you know, until the breakthrough or you're, you're a, a battering ram with breaking a wall down. You might have to do it over and over and over again, but every time you strike it, it weakens that wall. And that's what decrees are like.
2: Uh, that is so good. I love that. And, how have you seen the power of the decree affect other people's lives through your ministry? Can you share some testimonies?
3: Well, a really precious testimony that I love sharing, and it's in the book along with many other testimonies uh, that will encourage uh, people. If they get the book, it'll just so encourage them. But I I felt as I was praying into this today, I felt to share this one because I feel that um, a number of our people who are connected um, to this broadcast today might have a similar situation, and this was a mother of a beautiful daughter that she had raised, and um, was a you know the daughter was a lovely girl, believed in the Lord, went to Sunday school, was a really well behaved child. But when she was about, I believe it was around eighteen years of age, she got involved in a relationship that wasn't good. Um, the The man that she got involved with was a drug addict. Actually, she must have been just a little bit older than that because she was in nurses training and finishing up there. So um, anyways, uh, he uh, finally got her to use some drugs. And the moment that she started using, she was addicted, the moment. So that started a 15-year a, um, crack addiction. And it was brutal. And uh, her name is Ginger. And she got involved with everything that goes with a life of drugs She got involved with it all. Uh, She was doing all the demeaning things that people do to get their drugs and that. And she was in and out of jail. I mean, and the mother was devastated. I mean, you you can only imagine how devastating that must be when you see your little girl turned over to those things. And so um, uh, I met the mother um, at a conference at a book table. And I have this little book of decrees. Uh, called uh, decree a thing and it will be established it's just a book of scriptural decrees many of those decrees by the way are included in the book the power of the decree and um, i said to her i said i know that you've been praying and crying out to god but i want you to stop praying and start decreeing take this little book and decree these decrees they're scripture decrees over your daughter every single day, send that word out. Don't, don't share your concerns about your daughter with the Lord anymore. Don't cry out to God anymore in your prayers, just decree. Okay. So she took the book and um, I came back into that area. I think it was about a year and a half later or whatever. And uh, there she was. Um, She said, I've been decreeing this over my daughter every single day since you gave me the book. And she said, it's interesting that you're here right now because just two weeks ago, my daughter came to me and said, mom, I've had it with this. And she said it was the very first time her daughter had ever even wanted to get out of this lifestyle. And she said, I'm I'm, I'm done, I need help. Um, I just don't wanna do this anymore. So at that time, our ministry hosted a uh, outreach called the Restoration House for people that were coming off drugs or out of prison And so her mother asked if she could come. I said, absolutely. But what was beautiful is because of all those decrees, when the mother prayed for the daughter because the daughter wanted to come free, the daughter got delivered from a 15-year crack addiction with absolutely no withdrawals, no withdrawals. She came to our restoration house and she accelerated. And it's because she had all that word decreed over her for those two years, right? So it all just kind of manifests at one go. She started having heavenly encounters. And I was uh, looking at her one day. She was in, in the corner of a room, just furiously writing. And I said, hey, what's going on here? Said, I'm getting a download from heaven. God's giving me a book called Walk It Out, and it's walking out of addiction. So she got it right from the Lord, and, she, and, and it's been published for, for many years now. And uh, she, after she finished her program with us, she came on staff. She eventually became our resource manager and then eventually uh, stepped into her own ministry, which she is in now. We're so proud of her. And uh, she is in prisons. She is in, uh, you know, sharing her testimony. It's just amazing what God is doing through Ginger's life. But it was the mother's decree and I just feel, Jared, like this was so on my heart when I was preparing for you today. I just felt like so many people that are listening to this are saying, oh, my goodness, that's my story. My child is on drugs. My child is wayward. My child is mixed up in things they shouldn't be. And I just want to say it might be that you need to, instead of crying out to God and focusing on all the stuff that devil's doing in your child's life, is to maybe shift into a new season and only decree 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 the word every single day, send that word over your child and just watch and see what God will do.
2: Can you develop a decree for that specific situation before we move towards the activation? Can you explain someone how to grab a scripture, how to
3: decree it? Absolutely. Um, in the book, Jared. I, of course, I give way more instruction on this, but just briefly right now, um, you need to understand that God has redeemed us through the blood of his very own son. And in that covenant that was cut through Jesus Christ, the son of man and Jesus Christ, who is God cut, you know, God and man cut an eternal unbreakable covenant of blessing and love for us. And every single promise in the word is for every single believer. And so when you understand that, whatever you're facing, whatever struggle you are facing right now, there is a promise for you. So when it comes to your children, for example, I I would go before the Lord and say, thank you, Lord, that you died on the cross for my child. And that my child, your will for my child is not that they are bound by an addiction or by evil spirits or by evil behaviors. That is not your will for my child. And I'm going to come into agreement with your will. And I want you to show me in your word all the promises that you have for my child now in the book we do have um scripture blessings that you can just go to and uh, you you know there's a decree for your family in that um you can use those but what's really powerful jared is when you go search the scriptures search the scriptures and ask the holy spirit to give you specific words that you can decree over your loved one Mm -hmm. and then i like writing them down i write them down And then I take that into my prayer time and I decree it over the child. So let's say then um, that it says um, uh, the peace, which is the shalom of your children shall be great. That's out of Isaiah 54. I would decree that over my child saying, over my child, I decree the peace of God shall be great over you in Jesus name, right? So you're taking that truth and you're decreeing it. Now in Esther 8.8, It says that when when there is a decree written in the name of a king, it shall not be revoked. Well, we've got the king of kings. The word of the king of kings, the Bible, is full of promises, and that's his written word, and it will not be revoked. And then you see in Job 22, verse 28, it says, decree a thing, and it will be established and Light will shine on all your ways. That's powerful. And then Isaiah 55, 11 is that when you send forth the word, it will not return void, but will accomplish everything it's sent to do. Do you understand how powerful that is? So write down your promises and decree them over your child. And um, I think especially right now, uh, Jared, our nation needs the church decreeing over the nation. There's so much we could say. We could complain about this, complain about that, talk about this party, that party, this person, that person. But what's going to really move this nation forward into the will of God is the decrees of the people of God. For example, in Psalm 24, um, it talks about Jesus being the king of glory and that all the earth and its fullness, all it contains and all that dwells within it Belongs to the Lord. So I love making a decree, for example, using that truth and saying, Jesus Christ almighty, I decree that you are the king of glory over the United States of America, right. over all that is in it, all that dwell within it, over every part of it, according to Psalm 24. I decree it and declare it in Jesus' name. And so what that does is that word, he can land on that word. He can work with that word. I'm giving him something to work with. And another scripture, I've been decreeing a lot lately over the United States of America, but you could decree this over your children. You could decree it over your business, but it's out of Zechariah 2.5. And it says that the Lord is a fire around her, speaking of, of, of Israel, but it speaks about all those who belong to the Lord, okay? We can apply it that way. And so it says that, that the Lord is a fire, wall of protection around her, and glory in the midst of her. So, I've been declaring that over the nation. Lord Jesus Christ, you are a fire around the United States of America, and you are glory in the midst of her, right? So, that's how you can take the word and, and make decrees. And I want to make a decree over it. Yes, let's do it all that are, are are watching right now, I decree over you who are watching, just position yourself to, to receive because I decree this with great faith. Yes. I decree that you are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. I decree that you are blessed with everything that pertains to life and to godliness. I decree that you are blessed coming in and blessed going out. I decree that you are blessed in everything that you put your hand to. I decree in Jesus' name whether you are blessed To be a blessing and that you abound in the abundance of God in all things in Jesus' name. In
2: Jesus' name, each and every one of you watching and listening in right now, start decreeing over your life, decree over your finances, over your friends, over your family, over your nation. In Jesus' name, decree the fire of God all around and that the word of God goes forth in Jesus' name. If you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, call on him right now, commit your life to Jesus and confess with your mouth. Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart. God raised him from the dead and start a conversation and a relationship with him right now. And if you need, uh, Uh, healing. We decree healing over you. We declare prosperity over you in Jesus' name. We declare the wonderful Holy Spirit to saturate you and fill you in Jesus' name. We've got people watching on King TV in Pakistan. We've got people in Myanmar watching, people on Twitch TV watching. We decree and declare the freedom of Jesus Christ over each and every one of you. Patricia, thank you so much for being on Adventures in the Spirit. What is the best way for people to get a hold of you and purchase your book, The Power of the Decree?
3: Yeah, just go to my website, patriciaking.com, and uh, there's a resource uh, tab there Um, and, you know, lots of great resource to help um, our people. Yeah,
2: Patricia, it was an honor. It was a pleasure to have you on Adventures in the Spirit, to talk about the decree, to decree with you over our nation, over the world, over people's lives. Guys, if you're watching or listening in, please feel free to subscribe, rate, review, and share Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky available for you on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, the Charisma Podcast Network, and share it with others. And please go to patriciakingministries.com.
1: Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and Adventures in the Spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit.